Hey, sixes, welcome to Life Uninhibited, the Boundaries Edition. I'm Kristen Messagey, your host. This is part one of at least two. If you haven't yet, subscribe, like, and review the podcast. I hope you enjoy this. Let me know what you think. Hi, sixes, welcome. Today, we're going to talk about boundaries and something I am very much learning about myself as I learn to podcast is that I really want to talk about everything related to every topic. Of course I do. I'm also learning I can't because if you take something like boundaries and say we're standing at the end of a hallway together and this long hallway has the word boundaries up and down it. Okay, but along the hallway, there's all these doors. And every single door has a different part of the conversation, a different part of what feeds into boundaries. So here I am with my sixth brain, and I want to just walk down the hallway with you and teach you some things and invite you into some ways of thinking about things and some new ideas. But there's all these doors <laughs> and they're all calling my name and they all feel equally important to talk about. And I'm going to miss some since I can't just sit here and talk to you for three hours about boundaries. I'm going to miss some of the doors. I'm going to miss some of the pieces. And that bums me out, but also it's okay. Here we are. We can only take in so much at one time anyway. My hope, of course, is that after each of these, you might take something and apply it in your life or think about something in a new way that kind of hmm, cracks something open for you. So that's what I tell myself on the back end when my brain says, you left out all of these pieces. You missed all of these important parts. You said that in the wrong way. Do your brains do things like that? <laughs> do your brains offer you tons of random ideas about how you didn't actually do something as good as you could have? Yeah, that's okay. Mine too. It's all right. So a few things about boundaries. <laughs> Not everything. A few things about boundaries. First, I want to say that there are so many reasons that we do not have access to our clear boundaries. There are so many reasons why we don't hold boundaries once we set them. And all of these reasons make sense. Everything we are doing today in our lives makes sense. And it's not because there's something wrong with us or we need to be better or different. That's not the thing. It's that we have patterned, somewhat predictable responses to things. And all of those things are really trying to keep us safe in this wild, open, unpredictable, uncertain world. Our whole system is trying to help us navigate that. And that's okay. That's really 
5K as you show up to any kind of teaching that you show up to for it to really be impactful, the closer you can get to considering maybe, maybe the way I am now makes sense, then you're going to have a different state from which to apply anything you take in. So all the love and support to you exactly where you are right now on your boundaries journey. Okay, as sixes, we are others oriented. What does that mean? It means that we are looking to others to validate that we're doing life right, that we are actually safe, that we are okay. The reason that runs up against boundaries is that our boundaries are found not in our head, but our boundaries are found in our bodies. What makes me feel safe is not the same thing that makes someone else feel safe. What makes me feel unsafe is not the same thing that makes someone else feel unsafe. So when I'm looking out into the world for what my boundary should be, I'm never going to find the answer. I really want you to hear this. When we're looking out into the world for what our boundaries should be, you're never going to find the answer because the only place boundaries exist, the correct boundaries exist, is in our own sense of things, in our own bodies. Now, I'm not saying someone else can't help you find them. I mean, this is a huge part of the work I do with sixes is, okay, let's help you find your boundaries, your sense of things, your own internal fences. But no one else is going to have the answer for you because the answer is in you. So here's an example. Let's just talk about someone's tone of voice. I may have a certain tolerance for someone's voice being raised or a certain level of intensity being kind of at me or even around me. And that may be completely, completely different than someone else's uh, desire, capacity for whatever, that exact same tone, either being at them or even around them. And no one gets to tell me or this other theoretical person that either one of us is right or wrong. Well, this also can change moment to moment, right? Sometimes my capacity for someone else's intensity, I'm thinking of my husband right now, sometimes I have lots of openness and capacity for it and he'll bring it into the room and it's totally fine. Other times, it's not. And I have this thing happen in my body that tells me the difference. That goes both ways, by the way, because I also bring a lot of intensity and sometimes he's totally available for it and sometimes he's not. The difference between him and me is he doesn't question (laughs) when he doesn't have space for it. And I can absolutely dizzy myself with shoulds and am I right? And is that okay? And all of those sorts of things. That's just one example. Okay. I feel a little bit off track. Let me, let me bring it back in self. I open, see, I open one of the doors and I whoosh went in 
And I have to come back out of that room <laughs> and find my way down the hallway. Okay, yes, sixes as others oriented. So this journey of finding myself, my boundaries in my body, and then supporting myself in that, even if other people have different ideas about that, is a, it's a real journey for us. This is why the boundaries conversation is useful because boundaries, the way I want to talk about them and think about them is it's all about we will do to keep ourselves as safe and intact as possible and also as free and uninhibited as we want to be. This is not just about retreating into safety. This is actually about safety to expand ourselves in the world as well. And we're going to get into this because I'm going to actually answer a bunch of your questions, which is going to really help us pull out these finer points, all the different doors here. So as sixes, we always want to consider how does fear play into what's happening here? So in the boundaries conversation, it's fear that keeps us, right? It's our reactivity to fear that keeps us more open than we actually want to be and more closed off than we actually want to be. So that's the difference what we're talking about here. There's our reactivity to fear, which is how we're all kind of already operating. And there's living with ourselves, our internal boundaries intact that actually reorients how we are interacting with the world and other people. The two things I really want to make a distinction between is a request. Okay, so a request is something we are asking another adult human to do or not do. I would like you to X or I would like you to stop doing this. We're asking someone else to do something. A boundary is never about asking someone else to do something. Now, again, we can argue about that if we want to. I'm not really interested in that. I'm interested in what orients us to ourselves. So request, something I want someone else to do. A boundary is, oh, here's what I'm going to do to keep myself safe. If this thing keeps happening, this is what I am going to do. Now, we don't have to be explicit about that. We don't have to have a bunch of correct words around it. This is really all about ourselves. And I know that this is a little bit uh, radical of an orientation because it's just not how we tend to naturally go about our sexy business. Okay, what have we covered? Boundaries are found in our bodies. Our bodies will tell us, this is okay with me. This is not okay with me. I don't like this. I'm not here for this. Oh, I like this. This is okay. Our body has all that information. We aren't really that practiced at listening to our bodies because we are others oriented, which means we're looking outside for, are we doing it right? Is that okay? Is that safe? Can you tell me? Do you have the answer? Maybe it's this system over here. Maybe it's this, all these things, right? So we totally make sense. Then we look at this whole concept of living 
an uninhibited life to become more uninhibited have to get a sense of ourselves that we can rely on. Have to get a sense of, oh, that's okay with me. That's not okay with me. I'm not available for that. I don't participate in that. Yes, I definitely want to do that. We have to get a sense of all of that in ourselves and then support ourselves as we move toward those things, even if other people are going to have thoughts, opinions, et cetera, et cetera, which is really difficult. Do not want to make light of any of this. The more we can do this, though, the more freedom we have our selfie selves to live out in the world. Okay, and let's for sure acknowledge what your brain might do with these ideas that I am talking about here, right? There's no way that as we start to orient to our bodies in a new way, our brain is just going to be like, oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. No, no. The brain, all that stories, that 6E inhibitor is going to come in and be like, whoa, hold on. We have a whole system that's working here. We're not about to just start changing things and putting ourselves at risk, right? The fear is going to come in and the brain is going to tell you that any changes you're making are putting you at risk. And it's very committed to that story being true. So Let's just acknowledge that possibly happening in the room. Okay, let's work with the example of someone yelling just because we can all follow this example. Okay, so let's say someone, we're having a conversation and it gets heated and someone yells at us or let's say someone yells in general. And when that happens, our bodies react. And what we want is that person to stop yelling, which makes all the sense in the world. So we say, stop yelling. Don't yell at me because we know that it makes us uncomfortable. Well, that's not a boundary. That is a request. That's saying, hey, you person, I want you to do this thing. I will feel better if you do this thing. But that's not a boundary. A boundary is what I am going to do to keep myself safe if this thing keeps happening. So if I have someone is yelling at me and I say, my body says, ooh, nope, <laughs> that's a no for me. The boundary is if you keep yelling, I'm going to end this conversation and we will pick it up later. If you keep yelling, I'm going to walk out of the room. If you keep doing this thing, I am going to leave. You also don't have to say your boundaries. My husband and I had <laughs> just the other day with this very quick, intense flare. You know how it is when like everything's fine and then all of a sudden it was over the silliest things, but it was such a good example. So he says something, I feel the like clench and the anger. And, you know, at first it's really confusing and I just want to yell at him back or whatever. And all of a sudden I was just like, and I looked at him and I said, this energy is not my problem. And I walked out. That was setting a boundary. 
Okay. It wasn't this like textbook, you know, if you do this, I'm going to do this. (laughs) No, it was this physical reaction. And then the like clarity around that thing that you have going on, that is not my deal. And I left. Totally counts, right? That is setting a boundary. And then before we interacted again, just in case you're curious how this goes in our house, we actually, you know, we both obviously calmed down. We both had realized like that obviously wasn't going to go anywhere. And we texted a little bit. And then we made a joke. As soon as a joke is made in my home, we know we're good. And it was totally fine. That could have been some kind of crazy fight over nothing. But I had the presence of mind, body first though, right? Body first, then the awareness of like, oh, this is not mine. This is his. Okay, this brings me to another point about boundaries. We have to be able to actually separate ourselves from other people. We have to kind of imagine in whatever way works for us, that you're over there and I'm over here. You have a whole thing going on and I have a whole thing going on. I'm separate from you. All right, I'm going to pivot into answering your specific questions because I think that's where I'm going to be able to say a whole bunch of the details that I want to say and it's just going to make more sense for all of us. So let's get started. Okay, here we go. I'm answering your questions around boundaries. Question number one, how do you not allow your boundary to become a wall? I love this question. So a wall is not necessarily a reliance on my body to tell me something in the moment, right? A wall can often be, I don't trust myself to interact with this person. So I have put up a wall. It isn't a bad thing. Here's what I want to add because the second part of this question is how do you know when it's okay to remove a boundary? So here's another piece of the puzzle that I want to add. So we know that it's our reactivity to fear that has us being maybe more rigid than we want to be or more open than we want to be. So other things found in our body that inform us here are our values and our desires. So when we're looking and we're like, maybe my boundary here is too much, how would we know that? The way we would know that is to ask ourselves, is there a value that I have or a desire that I have that would actually have me consider opening up a little bit, moving forward in this relationship. Maybe I value connection. Maybe I'm trying to make new relationships. Maybe there's something that's important to me that I want to do that would inform a choice to lower a boundary and get closer to someone. So please notice what I said there. We're not responding to, is this too much of a wall? Should I be different? Maybe I'm doing this wrong. Maybe this boundary is too tight. That 
is going to be whoop up in our head, judging our own experience. What I'm saying is the way we know if we want to consider maybe shifting the way we're interacting with someone or something is we go inside again and we say, what's important to me here? Why might I do this? What value or desire does this honor that I would try interacting in a new way? Then with the knowing that if I try something, I don't like how it goes, I can go ahead and reset the boundary or do something different. So we've got our boundaries, we've got our values, we've got our desires all at play here. We cannot have any of those things without any of the other things. Okay, number two. This is like the opposite end of the spectrum question. I'm so happy these questions came back to back. It's perfect. How do we assert boundaries without damaging the relationship and still acting in a loving, empathetic way toward that person? Okay. Oh, such a good question. Boundaries are actually what put us in a truly loving and empathetic state. When we have blown past our own boundaries, we are not going to be able to be genuinely loving and empathetic because we're going to be experiencing tension, resentment, irritation, anger, shame. Like we're going to be kind of a hot mess inside when we have when we are already past our own boundaries. So I want you to imagine uh like a tennis court. This is a analogy I got from Dr. Becky. Y'all know Dr. Becky, parenting coach. She's incredible. Okay. So imagine a tennis court. There's a net in the middle. When I'm on my side of the court, I actually can look at you over on your side of the court and have empathy for what is going on over there for you. So if I have set a boundary and you're having a thought about that, maybe you're having a reaction to that. If I am safely over on my side of the court, I can look over there and say, oh, I see that you are disappointed with my boundary. I understand that. That's okay. This is my boundary, right? I'm not available to be talked to that way or whatever the boundary happens to be. But if I actually have set my boundary, then I'm able to be more empathetic, more genuinely loving to whatever the other person is experiencing. So asserting boundaries actually creates more empathy, more love, potentially more connection in relationships. Now, the piece of this about not damaging the relationship, we are not responsible for the entirety of our relationships. Other people are just as responsible. And this is something that we can hear. I mean, I know that makes sense, but to really take that in means we have to be willing to risk. This is where that discomfort comes in. We have to be willing to risk that if we are true to ourselves, someone else may not like that. They may not like that at all. We never know if we aren't willing to risk. And when I say willing to risk, what I mean is the capacity to feel a lot of intensity internally. 
right? This is really so much about building our internal capacity to feel intensity so that we can keep ourselves to ourselves and let other people be who they are in the world as well. So we can't guarantee that setting a boundary is not going to impact the relationship in some way. We cannot guarantee that. Okay, which beautifully transitions into how do we know our boundaries are valid? Oh, it's such a good question. Your boundaries are valid because they are yours. Full stop. If your body tells you something isn't working for you in a given moment, that is valid because that is what is happening in your body. And we're going to notice that the questioning of that is not in our body. The questioning of that is going to happen up in our minds, in that fear brain, in that sexy inhibitor, right? That comes in is going to be like, should I even be feeling this way? I shouldn't be feeling this way. Should I have this boundary? I shouldn't have this boundary. Who can I look to to tell me if this boundary is acceptable, valid? No one can tell you that. Your body can tell you that. Learning to be with and trust that. And maybe even, well, no, that's just it. Learning to be with and trust that. This is the journey. This is it. This is what we're doing. Your boundaries are valid because they are your boundaries. Nobody. We can take this to physical examples, right? If it's a physical example, it's more obvious to us. If someone comes up and punches me in the face and I say, I have a boundary against being punched in the face, most people (laughs) are going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. But if we have a boundary against being talked to a certain way, people are going to have different opinions about that. Well, you shouldn't be so sensitive. Well, maybe blah, blah, blah. All this messiness comes in. But if our body said, oh, I don't like being talked to or interacted with that way, that is it. That's all you need to know. Now, how you choose to go about interacting with that knowing and that other person, that's a whole bunch of the work here. But no one gets to question if that is actually a valid thing or not. It's valid because it happened in your body, period, end of story. Okay, I've gotten very tired. So by way of example, I'm going to end the podcast here. Why is this? This is a real example because my brain is like, push through, just drink some coffee, get to all these questions. But my body, like you've been working on this for a while. We need a break. Let's take a rest or go do something else. I am more conditioned to listen to my brain. People are going to wonder if their question is going to get answered. You haven't done it. Like none of that matters when my body is like, we've done enough. Let's take a break. So there's going to be a part two in which we're going to talk about personal self boundaries, huge people pleasing boundaries in other people, and all the questions around how do I do all of this without feeling bad at all. So look forward to that. This is such an important topic. I hope you got a lot out of this. And 
I will for sure be talking to you all soon. All right, Boundaries Part 1 is in the books. You are welcome to let me know what you think about this. Send me a message through my website and go get the Confidence Freebie if you haven't yet. And if you have, send me an email. Let me know what you think of it. Let me know how you're applying it. Talk to you all soon.